Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about this world. In these difficult times in human history, we need to bring the people of the world together. And when we hear the voices of women, when we listen to real lives of women from other countries, we connect our cultures without differences or stereotypes, and we get inspired by their stories to live a better life. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Simona Polito. Simona is a heels and pole dancer and an adult ballerina from Forli, Italy. Simona loves foreign languages. She dedicated herself since she was a little girl to learning them. So she has earned a Bach degree in translation and a master's degree in teaching foreign languages. Her world rotated around learning new ways of approaching foreign languages and knowing different cultures through traveling and living abroad. She became a secondary school teacher and taught in Britain and then in Spain. Parallel with this vocation, she has always had a passion for dancing. From ballet to hip-hop to Latin ballroom, she tried everything, then she stopped for a long time, and at the age of 30, she got back into dancing until she found her true passion, exotic pole dance. She has been doing this for three years now, and it helped her rediscover herself, her sensuality and self-love. Dance is her fuel and her source of energy, a channel through which she met amazing people and artists. Now, her objective is to merge these two passions and create her own program to teach languages in the dancing context. Simona, how are you today? Hi, I'm good. Thank you very much. I'm happy, honored, and lucky to have you here and very curious to know much, much more about you. So I will begin with this nice first question, which is, Simona, if your friends and the people who know you best could describe your personality, what would they say about you? I think they would just say that I am a very uh, bubbly person. I am always a person who makes other people laugh and with always a smile on my face. Um, and personality-wise, I would say quite a wise person. Um, my best friend, for example, uh, she always defined me with her other group of friends as like, oh, she is the, uh, the good side of me. She's the one who's going to always give me like the good advice if I'm really struggling. So I think they would say that I have this like, you know, like you can feel this energy from me. So I'm a, a very energetic, dynamic person. But at the same time, I am very caring and uh, um, I like really helping others um, to and support them. So probably these are two traits of my personality that they would uh, uh, like come up with, let's say. Thank you. I love that. And it makes me wonder... 
Is there a part of you that is putting a smile on other people and trying to be the ray of sunshine for other people when you are pole dancing and doing heels dance? Or is it really all about you, more of a selfish indulgence that you enjoy very, very much? This is a very good question. Now, what I would say is that, um, so I started pole dancing uh, during the pandemic. So I just had like a couple of, like, let's say four classes before the pandemic started and then everything closed down. And I decided to buy myself a pole and set it up in my living room. So let's say that for two years, I actually danced for myself only. I was, it was like, you know, a rediscovery of my own body, sensuality, abilities of doing things. And I think that was really personal. Um, last year, uh, in November 2020, actually in November 2021, I took part to my very first like group class in a dance studio in Madrid. And, uh, that was the first moment I shared my dancing and my passion with others and like everyone cheering for me, everyone like making me feel so welcome in the community actually made me realize that I can also give energy and sparkle and communicate my feelings and my sensuality with others. And that's when I decided that I wanted to have two Instagram accounts, like let's say separate, not because I wanted to hide my dance one, but I wanted to have my Instagram uh, dedicated to the dancing so I could share my progress and my ability, uh, my new abilities with others so I could uh, encourage others to actually follow my path or like see my sensuality or see the story I was trying to tell. So I would say that it starts as a very selfish sort of exercise and self-discovery, but it's now become um, like something I want to share and like my ultimate goal is going to happen in April because on the 21st of April I will take part into uh, the pole show uh, dance competition in Kielce in Poland and then on the 7th of May I'll actually uh, take part to a, a competition in my hometown uh, where I basically grew up, Cesena, where I I'm going to dance uh, in front of like my parents and in a theater where I used to go uh, dancing with my friends. So it's going to be a very emotional sort of thing. And I'm so proud that that is going to be my showcase. So I'm going like, to show everyone this is what I've been doing for the last three years. So yeah, I'm really excited. I love that story and definitely you have to share it with all of us, the videos of you dancing for your parents, your friends and show your progress and skills. And that also makes me wonder because very, very recently I interviewed another pole dancer from the US who said that pole dance in America had this kind of stigma about it that it's not really a professional sport but more about sensuality and sexuality. So to you, just wondering, in Spain and in Italy, is there a stigma, a stigma about it that you are trying to overcome and to fix and to change people's mentalities? Or is pole dance something that is very accepted and uh, so always your parents and friends were always happy about it and nobody uh, seemed to be bothered. 
Okay, so this is a very good question, and it's a, an amazing, like, you know, it's like timing is perfect. So actually, uh, pole dance is still not perceived as a sport or a, um, like, an activity, a sports activity. Now, what you have to consider is that, um, yes, pole dancing, and especially the uh, exotic style, comes from strippers style. So we are like, if we're able to do this uh, uh, sort of sport, we are actually, we need to be grateful and we owe this to strippers and clubs, strip clubs. But obviously as everything, um, like activities evolve and uh, uh, being a pole dancer doesn't automatically mean that you are a, a strip a stripper or you're not automatically a dancer from a club and sexual um, like a connotation is always given to this now my parents uh, I don't think they still I don't think they approve anyway because my parents are from the south of Italy and they're very um, close-minded in a way so they uh, still make jokes about this so like you know my mom I was telling my mom that my plan is to try and buy a portable pole so I could just go and dance on the beach and she was like what you're gonna dance on the beach this is disgusting so you know my parents are not like it's not they're not supportive like they support my decision but at the same time they don't share it and uh, Spain, I thought that uh, I used to work in a British school, in a private British school here in Spain. And actually I got fired because of my dancing. So I had a 10 days investigation because some of the students found some of my TikTok videos and uh, they were not even pole dancing. But because during the interview, I also um, told the head teacher that I used to pole dance. Uh, that really triggered uh, the whole sexual uh, stigma. And the person in question is a British person, but it was supported by Spanish people that were owners of the school. And uh, I got, within 10 days, I got fired. I got put at the door with a letter actually saying that I was a, a, a danger for children because I was sexualizing my body and my activities. So... I would say that not even in Spain, nor even in the British, like, you know, I don't want to generalize and say that British people don't uh, uh, agree or don't share these, um, uh, like, uh, uh, activity. But at the same time, I think there's still some, a lot of bigotry uh, linked to this. And there is still a lot of prejudice. And I feel that still nowadays at least from my experience like I don't have a supportive environment around me my boyfriend at the moment is the only one who actually is really proud of what I do and actually start like he's gone to work and uh, he works for like uh, like uh, some ki like kite surf uh, uh, reality and in the IT world and he's the one who like sometimes shows my videos to his friends his colleagues look how good she is look how amazing she is and he's really proud and he's a Spanish guy so um, I think it's just about um, perspectives but I feel that the old generations and you know like the like average society is still not understanding what kind of uh, million faces pole dance can have. So yeah, so that was a very good question and I'm really happy that I get to tell all this. That's absolutely a horrible situation. You don't deserve it and all women should 
have the freedom to do everything that makes them happy and not feel over-sexualized or judged, no matter what they dress, what they do, how they dance, or anything, because in many ways, those people have sick, twisted minds much more than your behavior, so they were wrong, and I can say that. And to ask you even more, because this is very important and very relevant to women and teenage girls in general who might worry about the judgment of others, maybe they have anxiety about pole dancing or doing anything following their dreams, and then they think, what if I fail and people laugh at me? What if people judge me and say I'm wrong and all that? So what motivates you or what keeps you strong in order to do what you love, although it could be judged what for by others? And what is your advice for all women who might be limiting themselves because they worry they could be in the same situation you have been before or that their parents will say similar comments to what your mom does so what would i say to to people so i would uh, i i've been through a very tough time myself and uh, i had about 3 months where everything kind of like uh, in a way uh, like i felt like i was drowning from all the opinions and uh, uh, the experience of being fired and suspended for like well suspended and then fired for my passion of dancing and for my actually having a private life because I've always been very professional in school. I didn't, you know, like I didn't, I've never said to the kids, oh, instead of doing French today, we're going to do pole dancing, which wouldn't have been a problem. But, you know, like I know my place. I know that I'm a, I'm a languages secondary teacher and I'm in that moment, I'm not the pole dancer. So I do have an extra life. But like the judgment on everyone else uh, took a big, big tool on me. Like it just really, really affected. And I had two months where I felt ugly, um, useless, uh, and uh, uh, not valued. And I think that really, really affected me at the time. But when I started to actually come up with the idea of this new me, and knowing that I have a big community of pole dancers behind my back that was supporting me actually made me realize, you know what? I don't care what everyone else says. And I actually recently watched a fee, uh, uh, like a video from, uh, or like in from an interview taken from by Oprah, and it was uh, po- reposted by Natalie Orr, that is now my life coach. And uh, um, the the she was asked, "You've you've known so many successful people. What do all these people have in common?" And her sentence is like. When we are trying to to in like uh, embrace uh, a new change or new things, uh, we tend to actually always question ourselves and ask ourselves, "What will others think of me? What will other people say? What would other people do?" And she said, "Like the difference is that the successful people actually say and ask themselves." what do I want? And I just like had a big, like, you know, my light bulb turned on and I was like, that's the key. What do I want? I don't care if everyone else doesn't see this as a possible successful um, path. It's 
what do I want? And I also think that if we don't start like as as women, but I think as people in general, I think this is something that is a problem in many other uh, aspects of society. But if women, if us, uh, like ourselves, we don't stand up and start saying, you know what, I don't care what you think. Do I want to wear like a miniskirt? I'll wear my miniskirt because that's what I want and it doesn't allow you to actually judge me or tell me what I can and I cannot do until all women, we we, we all start doing whatever we have and we want, we're never going to change it because if we all, if we start, if you keep being like, you know, uh, start keep working head down and every time that someone says something to us we're gonna we change our attitude because the man or the society doesn't want us to do that that's when we are like uh, um, you know uh, making it more problematic for everyone else to actually uh, advance in our uh, you know in our fight towards equality and actually I wouldn't even talk about equality because we are different like you know like men and women we, we are different but for actually the freedom, the freedom of being ourselves and ourselves and being whoever we want to be. And this is something absolutely key. So I would say to the young ladies, young girls, young people that are thinking, what if the others is, uh, if it's good for you and if you feel in your heart that that's your, your path and that's your way, just go on and do it because that is uh, what you're meant to do. And you do not have to fear everyone else's opinion. I agree 1000 million percent. And you mentioned multiple times uh, the pole dance community and how much they have supported you. I believe everyone should have in their life a community like that. And so that supports them. And so to ask you, you have been in communities such as the ballet community, teachers and language learners community, etc. What is special about the pole dance community? And what can other communities learn from it so that their members feel like they're part of a big supportive family or they feel they can be much more confident about following those goals? Well, I think that in the pole dance community, I mean, there is, uh, there is I think, I would say, uh, there is this part of uh, us pole dancers, like there is a, there, there is a joke of like uh, new pole dancers always going to the studio, all dressed up with like leggings and, uh, you know, like t-shirts. And then after like uh, six months, they all like in tiny clothes because we want to feel sexy and we want, you know, like there is also a a need for for uh, uh, you know like skin grip etc but it's not really like there are so many other ways that if you don't want to be like half naked you don't have to be even doing pole dance so it's something that it's about how you feel and uh, what is making you feel confident for yourself but I think that you know because we're so um, open and we show ourselves like you know physically in our bodies and we like start accepting ourselves for what we are I think that's also a mental state a mental uh, mindset and uh, we are um, as a as pole dancers we really can see the potential in the other person and there is like a cheering and like uh, I, I took part recently to um, a workshop called pole jam by Sasha Romanova 
uh, in Poland and the community was amazing. And I was dancing together in the room with some pole dance instructors who actually were like, if you look technically and skills on the skills point of view, they were way 15 times million better like than me but there was no I'm better than you I'm more flexible than you it was I'm here to cheer you up and to actually support you in your freestyle in what you're presenting and I think the pole community for me it helped me like saying seeing my value and told me and pushed me to actually say, Simona, you're a great dancer, but you're not only a great dancer, you're a great person, you're a great teacher, and made me take out all my potential. Like, for example, in poor classes, people would ask me, oh, how do you say this in English? How would this work in English? Um, and I was like, and that's when I realized, oh, I actually could teach English for pole dancers because there is a gap. And I just think that is the big uh, thing because like for example in the ballet community um, even in the adult ballet community there is this thing about body shape and you know like can you point your feet in a certain way and that is like you know it's a bit judgmental and in the teaching world we are so stressed um, I would talk to you like it's just the British, I can only talk from a British teacher's point of view, but the British uh, teaching system requires so much effort from the teachers themselves that actually they can't create a community, but the only thing that happens in the teaching community is uh, basically vomiting problems to each other without really finding a solution whereas in my in the pole dance community and the people who have actually backed me up um there's been like i'm gonna listen to your issues and i'm gonna suggest you uh, i'm gonna suggest a solution so there is this positivity and this like um pushing the other person to actually uh, fulfill their full potential which i haven't found in other communities Thank you. That sounds absolutely fantastic. And you who has been through so much and a lot, I understand that now one of your plans is to help many pole dancers with their English language learning. But in general, what are your future dreams? Is it to travel the world and pole dance near every one of the uh, places that are famous for being uh, places that tourists recognize and so on all continents you'll share and take your traveling pole dance is it to start a business and become an entrepreneur so that you don't have a boss is it to fight for pole dance and make it accepted mainstream or what other goals and big dreams are you pursuing and going for in my like so that is like uh, my my first my number one uh, idea is actually to create to be to be my own boss i am a bit done with being part of communities uh, normally uh, managed by men that actually tell me how to do things what to do and uh, in which uh, to which extent and I have been like uh, you know uh, harassed 
for being a, a woman and a pretty, you know, a nice looking woman from what people say. I've been told like the worst things since I was 20. So I just am done. And I talked uh, about this with my dad and I said, this is why I don't want to actually go back into a new place where, you know, like a man is going to uh, tell me uh, very rude stuff and, uh, um, you know, like just treat me in a certain way because I look nice. So I've been like sexually harassed because I looked nice, ni like uh, I am like a nice looking person. But then I have been punished for being a nice looking person because um, I always think that if it was a uh, like an older lady that wasn't uh, making a big noise among students who are like, you know, young and even if whatever is the my physical appearance, like, you know, students, there will always be someone who will have a crush on their teachers so it's not like my fault if uh, someone uh, may have said she's nice looking etc but I've been punished for my physical aspect and for my uh, passion for dancing in my job um, so my real uh, first uh, objective is to actually make myself independent and create a uh, like an online school where I can teach languages and I have got the uh, idea of this English for pole dancers, uh, but for dancers in general. So I would like to create this, like, you know, uh, interactive school that then can become also a proper school where I can do like pole dance and kite surf uh, camps here in Tarifa where I live and also add uh, uh, English classes, Spanish classes. So that is kind of my idea. But to get like, I also want to create these online platforms so that I can not have to live in a certain place. Now, at the moment, with my boyfriend, we have this project of uh, repairing an, uh, an old van and uh, we would like to actually start traveling soon. And uh, that's why I'm trying to also buy a portable pole. There is actually um, a, like, I had like this like uh, contribution uh, uh, link on my um, Instagram for like my birthday. And uh, it's, uh, we want to, I want to buy a portable pole because I want to actually dance all over the world and show that pole dancing is, for everyone and can be done by everyone and I would like to bring this like everywhere I can and show how amazing of a sport this is so you know like promoting everywhere but at the same time being uh, uh, my own boss so I think like my real dream is being my own boss traveling and promoting pole dance like everything you said before in your question that's what I want to do Thank you so much, Simona. I encourage your mission. I know you can do it. And thank you again for participating in this podcast. Thank you so, so much to Rare Girls Podcast. Thank you so much, Aziz, for actually creating this because I'm very happy that I could share my story. I could share my thoughts. And I'm really happy that you actually asked me to do it because I think that you know, creating such an amazing community is really what we all need and we just need to push each other to, to do our best. So I'm really happy and grateful to you for actually inviting me to this.